Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Hello. With an IE. <laughs> we talked about that last time. Tammy with an IE. Um, we're going to do something a little different this time. I, I, I got a direct message from a guy on Instagram, and he has some questions. And he said, do you mind if we jump on a, a call? And I said, no, I don't mind if we jump on a call at all. You know, just give me a time. And then he, he decided to do it on a Zoom meeting. And then he recorded the Zoom meeting. And... We, part of what we discussed for about 15 minutes, he just had a great question. And um, and I re-listened to, you know, he, because he had recorded, he sent it to me afterwards. And when I listened to that section of it, I thought, man, that's a question that I think a lot of people would have. And it was it's, it's just a smart question. I think we should talk about it. This guy's name is Chris Magnus. He's from Canada, um, Ontario area. He lives, I think, specifically in Hamilton. He's 20 years old. And I don't remember how, I think he direct messaged me was the first time I saw his page. He's, he's a Christian. He raps. I know there's a, like a, a, everybody's a Christian rapper, but this guy's actually pretty good. Like, I mean, I'm like, when I listen to him, I was like, I'm not, I don't like rap music. I brought it to you. I was like, can hey, listen to this? It's great. I mean, he's, he really, and I think he's writing all this stuff. Yeah. And the lyrics are like, I'm like, man, are you kidding me? He's so, so he, it's really good. He's, he's, he he goes by C, if you want to find him on Instagram, it's official. He didn't ask me to do that. I just think, you know, he'd be worth taking a look at. We're going to play a clip. Here was the question he asked me. I'll set this up, and then we're going to let the clip play. But he was talking to me about, um, you know, we're talking about perspectives and how, you know, how you get other people's perspectives, and that's important. But he said, he said, man, I got a line in a song and I'm going to mess up. He, you'll hear him say it in the, in the, in the, in his clip, but something, uh, something along the lines of, you know, he's, tr- I'm trying to keep my mind open, but know when to close it. And he said that was something his dad had taught him. And, and he was like, you know, how do you know when to close your mind? Like when to be close to other people's perspectives. And so we got off into that. And I, I want to, I'm about to start answering now, but I think let's play this clip. Listen to it because I think I think there's some healthy information here. And then after this, Tammy and I will jump back on and we'll kind of talk about it a little bit and wrap this up. And tell me what you think of this, because I see at least online with the community, you know, sort of the, I guess, popular trending community stuff that I see on YouTube. For example, I'm not sure how familiar you would be with this, but I see on one end of the spectrum, there's, you know, sort of that echo chamber of I have this perspective. And I'm going to surround myself with other people who share this perspective. And if they don't share this perspective, I'm offended because I identify with this perspective. And you had some valuable things to say about that, about being offended by things. And then there's the other side of the spectrum, which is, and this is something that I find important that I kind of want to ask you about, which is closing or or being too open to perspectives because it's healthy to be open to different people's opinions so that you can continue on the journey in the pursuit of truth. However, and I have a line about this in one of my songs and the line says, I was told to keep an open mind, but just know when to close it. Now, sometimes I question my discernment. Have I left it open? And that's something that my dad told me is keep an open mind, but know when to close it. And I think that like, how do you draw the line between what is reasonable to be open to versus where the boundary is of, okay, well, like, I understand that that's your perspective, 
but I'm not really going to give any merit to that. Respectfully, I'm not going to really give any merit to that because, you know, I just see a broader picture than that. And I see that that's not true. And how, and then I guess the follow up question would be, and then how do you handle a confrontation about that? Because a lot of people might say, um, oh, well, you just, you don't care. And how can you know, for example, talking about spiritual subjects, um, oh, well, how, how do you know that all religions aren't true? And it's like, for me, I'm just like, okay, like that's just a, from a Christian worldview, I'm just not even open to that idea. But then they'll be like, oh, well, you haven't studied every religion. So does it, does that make sense? Those two questions? Yeah, it does. And um, so there's like 10 different things. <laughs> I almost need a notepad to write down everything I want to address. <laughs> yeah, here. I'm sorry. I sort of went on a bit. No, you're fine. But I mean, because when I'm listening to you, uh, um, there's very specific things you say. And, and this I communicate all the time um, that reveal, like, I want to say stop right there and let's address that. But I want you to finish your thought. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna if take you a want shot. to stop me at any time, go for it. No, That's fine. I, don't, I actually don't. I want you to finish your thought because I want to hear it all the way through. Um, I just forget. Sometimes I forget the pieces right. I want to pick up. Me so too. let me just try to pick up some of the pieces. Sure. Um, so first of all, when should we close? You know, I should be open to everyone's perspectives, but when should I no longer be open mm. to someone's perspective? And the answer is whenever, and, and I don't think this is what you said boundaries. That's a real sensitive subject for me. Um, just because the, the, the world has this idea of what boundaries are that are a real big problem. They're not a solution at all. So, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that too. So. Um, the boundary is love. All right. In other words, I, if, if I try to come up with all these different boundaries that, wit, that tell me at which point I lo- no longer listen to you, um, those are limitless and that's mass confusion. And I never wow. know how to, how to apply that everywhere and all of the time. Okay. And, and, but love and the truth are much, much simpler than that. Yes. Love is its own boundary. And one of the things that love is, love is the truth. There's seven things that love is. I talk about this in the book, but one of those seven things is truth. So the, the point at which it's not necessarily that I would no longer listen to you or that I don't listen to your perspective anymore. But when your perspective is clearly no longer the truth, there's no value in it. And Ooh. so because, because, and so here's all. And just so that, that has truth in it. And that, you know, might, you know, be a little. Sin. Yeah. Well, here's, all right. Well, here's, I know where you're going with that, but listen for a second. I want to be, what I was going to say is I want to be so careful with that because that sounds like I see no value in you. Right. And that, and that is what offends people. Right. Um, okay. That's very significant. Yeah. And it's so hard to, so it's, it's so hard to say to, it's, it's, it, you can't always not offend people. I mean, right. the truth is sometimes offensive and there's sometimes there's absolutely nothing you can do to keep from offending them except for compromise the truth, which is not love at all. So you have to stand right. for the truth and then you have a responsibility to do the best that you can to not offend people. So if, if someone else's perspective is clearly flawed and absolutely not true. And this is never hard to 
it's, this is, I've never seen it where it's really hard to know what the truth is. I've, I've never, I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but what's really hard is, is when someone doesn't want the truth and you're trying to communicate with them. So back to my point is, if someone's perspective is clearly not the truth, then now my responsibility in loving them, not in what I want to do, what Kenny wants to do is go, oh, there you go. You're an idiot, you know, or there you go. You don't know what you're talking about or, you know, forgive me for, for brashness, but, but I'm just telling you, that's what I'm thinking in my head. That's what I want to do. But the problem is I, I'm, I have a responsibility to love you. You know, and so um, so then I have to go, OK, instead of going doing that, I have to go, OK, now I understand why we have different perspectives. At least one reason why is because you don't believe the truth. And because I love you, because I care about you, I want you to believe the truth. So instead of just saying you, you know, you're dumb and not caring whether or not I offend you, I do the best that I can to help you see why your perspective or is not true. And these, these truths are never very difficult. They're not hard. So if someone, so you, but how do you do that? Like, how do, how do I, how do I address that your, your perspective is not true? Do I just come out and say, you don't know what you're talking about and you don't, and you're wrong? I don't think so. Right. Because I think then the, I will just, yeah. I was just going to say just one sentence is then the response could be, well, who are you to tell me that you know the truth and that I don't, are you God? Right. Like that's, that's exactly what I've heard right. before. That's what I've heard that, before. Yeah. But that, and that's true. Right. And the other problem with just saying you're wrong is that I'm looking from my perspective. So from my perspective, it, it is, it's obvious to me that what you're saying isn't true. Right. But I could still be wrong. Right. So the, and that's a very interesting thing. Yeah. And so if I take, and I've done this before, I take a hard stand on your perspective isn't true mm. and mine is true. And, and, and instead of asking more questions, I just take my hard stand. And then the develop, and as the conversation plays out, what I end up finding out, was their perspective actually was true and mine was it? And now I'm, I feel like an you know an idiot. I'm I made get that with my girlfriend heart. all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to deal with any of that. You don't have to do any of that. So what you do when you? So what I try to do now, and I think the best thing to do when I hear your perspective and it appears to me that it's clearly not true, even if I'm a hundred percent sure that it's not true. Instead of suggesting that it is not true, I ask you to help me understand. I say, okay, the the question I usually ask is why? You know, so I say, okay, you see it from that perspective, and that's what you think from your perspective. I won't even bring up the fact that I don't believe, believe it's true. I just say I don't understand. And then I have a why question, sometimes for something specifically. You know, like, okay, well, help me understand why you see this this way. Right. And when you do that, if they are on to the truth, they'll explain it. And when you hear the why, a light's going to come on that wasn't on for you before. And you're going to go, wow, you know, thank God I didn't just pretend like I was the smartest guy in the room. 
um, and, yeah. and make a fool of myself. Yeah. But, and if, but if they, if, if you're right and their perspective is not true, um, that's when the train kind of goes off the tracks. It's like they either don't have a good why and they can't explain it. Um, or they just get offended and, you know, and take a stand for themselves. And so after asking why and doing the best you can for their, their sake, to understand what they think is true, mm. whether or not, whether it is or it's not, and then giving them a chance to defend why they believe it's true. If their defense for why they believe it's true is foolishness, you know, um, then at that point you got to say, okay, what I do, what I will do is say, okay, well, do you think that's right? I mean, whatever their argument was, that was absolutely yeah. foolishness. Do you really believe that's right? And that's a very elegant a, way to address it. Yeah, instead of saying that was the most foolish argument I've ever heard in my life. Exactly. You know, that's exactly. what I'm thinking. Yeah. So then I just say, okay, do you really believe that's right? Or do you, re- do you really believe that? And, and they know what exactly what I'm saying and they, and they, and people understand. And sometimes they're challenged. I mean, I've seen this happen where people just like, like you're talking about, they get becoming very offended and they're done with it. But a lot of times, they haven't really thought about it. They've only, they've only gone one layer deep and, and, and then okay. they go and then, yeah. And, and, and then they're like, you know, I haven't really thought about it, but I guess it's really not right. And, and it's like, wow, now I have an opportunity to speak into your life that I didn't burn the bridge by the way I responded. Exactly. And, um, and yeah. So, but if in the end, the answer to our question was, when do you stop? Valuing a perspective is whenever it's, you know, at the end of that, and this, ha- this is a long conversation, but this happens real quick in, in real life. It's just a couple of questions and yeah. it unfolds very simply. It's not complicated. If it starts getting complicated, some, somebody's missing or maybe both of us are missing the truth somewhere because the truth is very, very simple. Um, and the child can understand it. And so, uh, but if they, if someone does, this is the way it always is, unfortunately, whenever you no longer need to value a specific perspective, not the person. I'm still going to value the person, but their perspective is not. I understand it now, and I know it's a lie. I know that they're going to be offended by it. And they, I mean, the, the telltale signs are they don't want to hear your argument. Any Anything that you argue for your perspective or what you believe is the truth is highly offensive. Uh, and from there, it usually leads to personal attacks. Like you're talking about, right. you think you're God, you're self-righteous, all these different things. Right. And so, and when it leads into all of that, you're no longer helping this person. Even yeah. if you take the approach of, I love you, I'm no longer helping you. And I don't know. I don't, it's not, I, I like, I don't even like saying I don't value their perspective, but it's, it's flawed and it's not true. And if they're not open to the truth, I'm kind of at a, a dead end and if i love them i'm not what i tend to want to do we think loving people means okay your perspective is a lie but that's okay it's your truth and i love you so i'm just going to be your friend and we just won't talk about that or i'll pretend it's okay right keep the peace yeah but that's not love at all yeah exactly I mean, are you kidding me 
don't tell me you love someone if you're not going to do what's best for them. Yeah. If exactly. you're not, you know, because it's too hard to tell them the truth. So, um, so yeah, that, that, uh, you know, when they're stuck on what they're stuck on and they're immovable, then, you know, unfortunately, uh, that perspective, at least you can kind of follow it in. It's just simply not the truth. And, uh, there's, there's not a lot of value in, in that perspective, but the goal of all perspectives, when we're, when you're saying, Hey, what came out of that and marinating on is, um, is the truth. You know, if 10 of us have 10 different perspectives and they're all rooted in the truth, which is rarely the case. We all have some things that are true right, and some things right. we've seen that are not fully the truth. The conversations reveal more to us and we're open to it and we're not offended by it. You know, we learn from it when it's over with. It's not like we want to go around the room and talk about how much we value each other's perspective. It's that how much we value what we've learned, the more, how much more we've learned about the truth itself, because it's the same everywhere all the time. It doesn't change. Well, I feel like we could talk about this for so long because like the next question that I would probably follow up with is because for us, truth is it's inherent, right? Coming from a Christian background, like truth is synonymous with God, with the word of God, with ultimate reality. And so for some people, they may even be asking the question, well, why is it valuable to, or well, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to dig and ask questions like, well, why is it valuable to seek the truth in those interactions? And then ultimately you dig and dig and then Ultimately, it has to do with an eternal spiritual reality, I, I believe. Um, and I guess maybe that's more a conversation for another time. But I think. Well, um, I mean, you said you, you asked the question. So let me throw oh, something. In there real okay. Quick. <laughs> okay. So. Um, the reason it's important. Is because it's true. And the reason the truth is important. Is because if it's really true, your life depends on it. Mm. I don't care if you're spiritual or not spiritual. I mean, it, um, if yeah, even just basic I mean, God, facts about reality. That's exactly right. Listen, I, I mean, God created everything, and He know He He knows the reality of everything He created. Yeah, and He shares the truth with us for our sake. Yeah, you know, it's like the owner's manual on your car. You know, so you can say you don't value the truth, but if you're a car and you run on gasoline. And you don't care what anybody says and you don't value the truth. It doesn't matter what you think, what you believe, how spiritual or unspiritual you are, anything else. You, if you put anything but gasoline in the tank, it's not going to run. I love so, how simple your your analogies and metaphors are. Well, it's just that's how simple the truth is. Yeah. And, um, and so the truth. God wants us to value the truth. Um, because it's best for us. And so no, and the, no one, no one escapes the consequences of missing the truth in this life. We escape the consequences of sin and, and our lack of understanding of truth and our selfishness through Christ, like you're talking about. I mean, that's, that is the free gift of salvation, right? The price he paid and on our behalf. So that it's not that there wasn't a consequence. It was that we escaped it because he took it. But um, yes. but in life, in life, 
I mean, God's truths are best for everyone. That's, I guess that's one of the things in, in digging into this and flushing the truth out and under, coming to understand what love was that has opened my eyes the most is that, is that everything that God says is best for everyone. And the truth is at the top of the list. And I don't care who you are, what you believe. If you ignore the truth, you're going to pay the consequences. So the, so you don't have to value it, but you're not going to escape it. Okay. So that, that was the fullness of everything I wanted to share there. And hopefully that made sense. But Tammy, I wanted to ask you, like, um, because you're very good at listening, hearing other people's perspectives, but like whenever you know, like when you're when you're convinced of something, like especially like like you do this with me. Like you'll listen to anything I have to say. But you have no problem after hearing everything I have to say, saying yeah, that sounds so good, and you're you're so good at selling your point, but that's baloney. You know, that's BS. <laughs> it's not true. So um, when you listen to to Chris's question and what we talked about, and trying to unwrap this, like, what are your thoughts? Gosh, I do. I think it's so important, you know, to seek the truth um, and to really hear the person out. You know, hear their perspective. I. I really feel like it's important to um, pray and ask the Lord for wisdom. Like if you're, you know, you're struggling, you don't really know what's right. Um, in James 1, 5, it's a great scripture. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. And I have asked the Lord for wisdom so many times. Uh, I've realized so many times in my life as well that sometimes my own perspective isn't going to be the correct way or just even the best way, the best perspective. And I've definitely had to humble myself and admit that I'm wrong. I've had to apologize. I've had to repent. Um, I've I've definitely been closed-minded before. And again, I've had to apologize to that. Uh, apologize to the person and repent. Um, and on the flip side of it, if I have prayed about it, if I've sought wisdom and I just absolutely feel like I'm on the side of the truth, then I've learned that the truth is so worth fighting for and not to give up until the truth is revealed. I just feel like it's so important to seek wisdom, seek the truth, um, pray, find the truth, follow the truth. And like you always say, um, the truth is actually best for everybody. Right. So I, when I know I'm wrong, I should know that it's not going to be best, you know, for everybody. So I shouldn't want that. Right. But uh, that's just my thoughts. Yeah. You, the, the best thing you said there, the whole thing is like, it's, it's so worth fighting for the it, truth. It is. That's the only thing we're fighting for. Yeah. And, and, and so when we have different perspectives my, in my life, BC, you know, before Christ, mm-hmm. like I fought for me, for my truth at all costs. And even if you showed me and I knew what you, I knew you were right and I was wrong, it did not even matter to mm-hmm. me because that was not my truth. Mm-hmm. And so I would hate you all the more because that truth, 
obviously discredited what I was standing for. And I can't look at the truth and my truth and my my flawed perspective at the same time and have any sense of of settling that, you know, flushing that or or I know it's wrong. So the truth forces me to do away with my lie Mm -hmm. and repent or I have to turn my back on the truth. And that means I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want nothing to do with it. Right. It just offends you. That's right. It's just totally offensive. And that's the the biggest problem with being offended, I think, is that it will have us turn our backs mm-hmm. on the very love that was designed to save us. That's good. Right? Yeah. Because we don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, so we don't want to close our minds. Okay. So now, and I'm in a different place, you know what I mean? The hardest part, the first part was going from, from okay, the first step to me was, okay, I'm not just going to block that out. I'm looking at it, and I'll admit to myself, not to you, yeah. but at least admit to myself, that's that's probably true, mm-hmm. and mine probably isn't true, even though it's painfully obvious, you know, I'm an idiot, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. But I, that was my first step to just going there. And then eventually getting up the courage to say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm yeah, wrong. That's wrong. You're right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from there, um, now I would say it's okay to have an open mind. And I'm, I don't want to be offended by the truth. Me I want to be offended by me. Me too. You know what I mean? I'm often offended by me, offended that I'm still bothered by the truth sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, but I want to turn my back on me. And the, the lie that I believe is truth and embrace the real truth. So I don't know. To sum it up, I would just say, I don't think we should ever close our minds, uh, um, you know, to other people's perspectives. But if you've done everything you can, like we talked about there, and uh, and all that remains now, and this isn't that hard to do, you know, is someone who is like I used to be, um, who's just like, I don't care no matter what. This is my truth, and I don't want yours. There's nothing else you can do there. And what I had to say, what I have to say when I'm doing that is worthless. There's no value in it whatsoever. So you can be open-minded, and within your open mind, disregard what you know is not true. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to close our minds to disregard what we know is not true. Mm -hmm. And by keeping our minds open, if, if any truth ever arises, we'll know it. But when we close our minds, it's because we're offended. And we don't want we don't want the truth. Right. That makes sense. Perfect I keep sense. saying that every time I listen to our podcast. Like, somebody, somebody, please <laughs> tell me. Quit saying. Does that make sense? <laughs> anyway, I think that wraps this one up. I think so. Till next time. Trust God's word, no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to the Right Fight podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.